this Shabbos we read Parshas Lech Lecha. In Parshas Lech Lecha we speak about uh, Mila. And the Pasuk says that Hashem changed Av- Av- Avram's name to Avraham. He added a hey to Hashem's name. And Rashi brings a few pshatim. And one of them is he says, uh, it says, Ve'yeisamim, you'll be complete. And Rashi says, until now you were missing, you weren't in full control of five of your limbs, two eyes, two ears, and the place of the mila. So I'm going to add an oyster letter to your name, and, you, and you'll equal 248. So 248 is, that's chazas, it is 248 evarim. So now you'll be in complete control of your evarim. So why does mila bring about the control of evarim? I want to talk a little bit about Mila. I'm going to try to take, um, take a kind of circle back to a lesson. So, um, additionally, the Pasuk says in Shmuel, when David came to kill Goliath, and he says, on the way, he stopped and he took out some stones from, from the Nacha, from the like, stream, the river. And the Medrash says, and we know what happened was David used a slingshot, and he, the slingshot broke through, and knocked Goliath down and he fell down and he chopped off his head. The Medrash says, because the Pasuk says Goliath was wearing a, 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 a metal hat. And the Medrash says that this, when the stones came to the, the hat and they said, we'll make you a deal. Up until now, if you look throughout the Tyra, Mila was being done with rocks. If you let us come in and hit Goliath, we'll give over the Mila to the Barzal, to iron, to metal. And that's what happened. And, and that's what the Medrash says. So from there on, primarily people do Mila with, with, with metal. Question is, what does that story have to do with Mila? How does it make sense? How do we make? What's the lesson from that? That the stones made a deal at that point to shift over the Mila. Okay, so we'll try to come back to that. So the Gemara says in Shabbos, the Gemara says that call mitzvah that Kal Yisrael was makabel b'simcha, they still do b'simcha. Any, any mitzvah they makabel with happiness, they're still doing it with happiness. And the Gemara says, just trying to find the Gemara. The Gemara says. Like the Pasik says, I'm excited about your, 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 your mitzvah, like I found a great treasure. They still do it b'simcha. With arguments and fight, like Arias, because the Pasik says, when the Moshe Rabbeinu told them about Arias, after the Torah was given, they became aware that certain relationships were not permitted by the Torah. So it says, They're crying. They were upset about those rules that came about. So they still do it with fighting. What is that? Because there's no ksuba, which is a marriage contract, that doesn't have a fight about it. Now, so that's the So Mila is Sasan Achilam Rasecha. Rashi says, because Mila is a mitzvah you carry around with you all the time. That's what's special about Mila. Davis was so excited with Mila. But the word is, Mila, we still do it with Simcha. Arias, which is getting married, that is like Ksubah Dloram Batigra. The issue is, there's, there's another Gemara in Shiksubas. The Gemara says, by benching, we know by Chasani say, Shasimcha B'mayinai. We reference that the Simcha is in the, in, by Hashem B'mayinai. So Gemara says, we say that by Chasana, but by Amila we don't say it. Why? By Amila you don't say it because the Isle Tsar Linuka. There's Terda, people are troubled by the fact that there's a, the Tsar Linuka, that the, the, the child is in pain. So it's a strange thing. The Marit Shabbos says that a chasana, in the prep to the chasana, there's fighting. And it's not b'simcha. And over there, we say, we say shasimcha b'mayinah. But by a milah, that it's a dayanois of b'simcha, we don't say shasimcha b'mayinah because of tzara diyunuka. You know, if, if it's a question, what's the answer to the question? So, I, so, so let, let's go back. What is milah? So milah is, 
Mila is that a person, Mila makes a person muhan to be a clay kibble for Kedusha. Means what? Means Mila prepares a person to be able to be a servant of Hashem and to Mekadish himself and Mekadish his body completely. That's what Mila does. Hashem created the, the person with a deficiency that needs to be, you work on yourself and you make yourself holy, you make yourself a clay kibble for Kedusha. And we see that by Avram. That Avram, Rashi brings that he was chaser hey Avram, Avram, which have a lot to do with the name of Kedusha. I mean, Avram worked on himself so much, he was such a holy person. But he went out the meal, he still wasn't completely able to control himself, completely make himself, make a body that was completely subordinate to holiness and Kedusha. So that's what the Mila accomplishes. Now, there's one other point I want to add. The, the, we all know there's a concept called Sasain and Simcha. The words that seem, seem to be the same thing. What, what's, what, uh, is there a difference between them? So there's various different explanations. The guy in the Villagrain gives a different answers in different places. In one place, the Villagrain says that sasain refers to a life of happiness. Nothing out of the ordinary, but just general happiness, of living, living, living in a way that you f- feel good about yourself. Where simcha is an extraordinary event of happiness. We notice that by Mila, it says, sasain Mars says a Megillah, Dash is a Pasuk in the Megillah. So Mila is Sasan. So if we go with this understanding of the garden that Sasan represents happiness, of a, li- a life of fulfillment, a life of happiness, so we can understand how does a person come to a life of happiness, a life of fulfillment, if he's properly living his life, just making his life, elevating his life to be a life of holiness, to be a life of Kedusha. How, how does a person make himself holy? We said through Mila. Mila makes a person holy. That's what elevates his life, to be able to live his life, and then his body should be able to receive and accept that Kedusha. But we said Mila starts, well, a person's life, very important. That means what? Sasan Mila means a person's life has ups and downs. A regular life, hap, a life of happiness is not a life that's ha- happy every second of their life. A person goes up, goes down. But in, on the whole, that life, that life is a happy life. That means, what better said is a person's life is full of challenges. And if a person overcomes those challenges, those cha- overcoming those challenges bring a person to a life of happiness. So how does a person have a life of happiness, a life of sasan? By overcoming the challenges that come his way. That's what a life of sasan is. As opposed to simcha, those extraordinary events, those are times of happiness. So we say like this. Let's go back to the Gemara and Shabbos for a moment. Gemara and Shabbos says that, Kol mitzvah they did, kamikabla simcha, they still do besimcha. Mila, they were simcha, they still do it besimcha. But a chasana, arayas, they weren't mekal b'simcha, they still do it b'ktata. So there's a lack of ksuma. There's no marriage contract, doesn't have a fight in it. That, that, that fight for the marriage contract is before the chasana takes place. Once the chasana comes, then the fight is over, most of the time. The fight is over, right? And, and it's a time of happiness. So now it's the time of happiness of simchas. We're not, we, don't, we disregard, the, we, it's, it's pure happiness. The, the difficulties happened before and they're past. As opposed to Sasa and Zumila, Sasa he said is a life of challenges, but it's still a happy time. And what's my raya? My, let's, what was our question? We went to the Gemara Ksubas and we said, by, by Mila, you don't say, because you do say. By Chasna, we understand, we say, because the Tigra, the fight of the Ksuba, that was before the Chasna. Now, by the Chasna, it's pure happiness. But the, the Simcha of Mila, the Simcha of Sasa, incorporates Tzara Dinuka. Even though a child is in pain, even though a person goes through life and has difficulties and has those challenges, it's still sasan. So when we say, you don't say shasimcha b'mayinu b'amila because of tzara dinuka, it's not to say that it's not a simcha d'amila, but rather it's a simcha that incorporates within it difficulties. Every person has to understand their life. Mila is, is, is emblematic of the fact that a person's life, the shalva and the happiness in their life, 
comes through overcoming those difficulties and those challenges, just like the simcha of a mila itself, of a bris mila, comes with tzara diyanuka. It's not a contradiction to the simcha, but it's part and parcel to the simcha, as opposed to by the simcha of the special events of a marriage, that fighting has to be, has to be finished before we start getting married. But then you, then, you can, then, you can, then you can go and have that happiness. So again, so saw somebody said, is a life of happiness. A life of happiness is full of challenges and difficulties. And we incorporate the difficulties in the simcha as well. But the special events of simcha are, are simcha, pure simcha, without, and, and the difficulties are gotten rid of beforehand. So again, we asked, how come Hashem, what does it mean that the Mila brings a shlemus to a person? Because the Mila brings a completion to a person, because the Mila makes a person uh, a, a, a vessel to accept and become holy. That's what the Mila accomplishes. And, and, the, and we asked, the Gemara and Shabbos says that, um, as opposed to there's a, a wedding comes with a fight beforehand. We say, I say, the happiness by Hashem. We mentioned by the benching of a chasna, but not by Mila, because the answer is even though there's difficulties, the tsar dinuka, this pain, that's still the simcha of Mila. That's what the simcha of Mila represents. Like the Goyen says, simcha is extraordinary, simcha and sasan is, is, is happy life. So we, so we ask, just one final point is we ask, so what does it have to do, the story with David Malach and Goliath, what did, why did the stones come and say, now's the time to give Mila over to Barzal? What does it have to do with, what does it have to do with David Malach? So if we know, if you know the story well of Goliath and David, Shaul promised whoever kills Goliath will get to marry his daughter, Michal. Well, actually, it wasn't Michal originally, it was, it was an older daughter first. But Shaul promised to get to marry his daughter. And from that story sparked the whole controversy of Daimi, if, if, if David is right to be coming to Kal Yisrael, that was right to be a Malachim. But that was the beginning of David's elevation to Malchus. That very story, that's when it started the spiral towards David and Malchus. Malchus. David and Malach, we say, the Malchus of David and Malach, we mention it by Kiddush Tavana, because David and Malach Yisrael Chai Vekayim, we say, David and Malach Yisrael Chai Vekayim, it's not Chai Vekayim always, there's a periods of time when David's Malchus is here, and then it's hidden. And until, until Mashiach comes, then David HaMelech's Malchus will once again be revealed. But David HaMelech's Malchus, even though it's hidden, it's always here. And we, we, we read in Halal constantly about people's struggles and overcoming. That's all about David HaMelech and his Malchus. And, David and, and, and the ultimate Malchus of Mashiach, which will eventually you know, bring the redemption for all of us. But the point is, the David HaMelech's Malchus is just like this idea of Mila of Sasan. Sasan is, we said, it's, diff- it's a life of happiness that comes with difficulty. David HaMelech's Malchus is a Malchus that's here even when it's not here. It's a malchus that incorporates within it ups and downs. Just really every malchus really incorporates within it ups and downs. But David Amalek himself, even when he's not here, even when Mashiach is not here, we're still talking about Mashiach because the malchus of David exists even through difficulty, even when it's not around. So that could be the answer to the question, what does the stones, what does Mila have to do with the story of David killing Goliath? Again, because just like Mila represents a simcha that incorporates within it the difficulties of life, so too is the malchus of David. It's a malchus that incorporates within itself a malchus being here and a malchus not being here. And it's a question of lesson for every one of us Every one of us, we are fortunate to have a bris milah. But every one of us, what is the, it's true of all, all Christ's even even women who don't have a milah, the word is that we're holy people, we're, we're made holy by Hashem, but we're made holy to live a life of holiness, but a life that's full of challenges. And by overcoming those challenges, that's, that's, those challenges themselves become part of the simcha of milah, they become part of the simcha of life, and part of the simcha of, of being holy with Hashem. That's the word.